0: Well, there were a lot of nervous drivers looking at the weather forecasts around uh, the Vancouver area today in the Lower Mainland uh, because there was more snow in the forecast tonight. Now, it hasn't snowed as far as I know. I'm not in Vancouver. I'm in Victoria, but I have a reliable source, Talia Miller, who just looked out the window to tell me that at the CKNW studios, at least in downtown Vancouver, it is not snowing tonight, uh, at least not yet. And it certainly didn't happen during the afternoon commute. Now, many there are still recovering from the shock of a pretty heavy snowfall on Tuesday that caused no end of commuter chaos. Uh, drivers are demanding answers to know why snow clearing was slow and roads turned into parking lots, trapping people for hours on end. Oh my god. There we go. And another one. Uh-oh. One more time.
1: Stop! Watch out! Get out of, the, out of your car! In your car! Watch out! Uh oh! Here comes another one. Oh! God. oh. Nice BMW. Hi! Hey.
0: Uh oh! Uh oh! Get out of the way, guys! Get, 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 Get out of the way!
1: What the? the
0: way. Yeah. That, that'll give you an idea of what was going on. It was. It was. Yeah. Not a lot of snow tires, <laughs> so on and so forth. Um, well, those managing the response say that unprepared drivers trying to get out of town as a huge amount of snow fell quickly was probably the real cause of all that chaos. Well, joining me now is Raheem Delgier. He's president of TransSafe Consulting and president of the Canadian Association of Road Safety Professionals. Um and he's here to help us out a bit with this, in a more general way. We won't talk too much about snow clearing itself. But tell me about your Thursday, or your Tuesday, rather. Did you did you run into any of that snow?
1: <laughs> Thanks, Ben, for having me. Uh, you know what, I was one of the lucky ones uh, working from home, so I was spared the, uh, the immediate chaos. I was looking out my window, though, and I, I'm near a major intersection, so I was seeing a lot of it. And, you know, people um, having trouble getting up the hills and those... Uh, You know, those are the kinds of things, of course, that happen uh, when you have a slippery surface.
0: Now, given your background, given what you do, you must look at that with a slightly different eye and try to figure out what exactly is happening, how these, what are generally, I mean, what are generally fairly safe roads all of a sudden turn into these, you know, to these scenes of chaos and parking lots and so forth.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's remarkable how the situation completely changes when the weather changes. And, you know, just from looking at the statistics, um, you know, some studies say that one out of every four fatal collisions occurs during adverse conditions, whether that's, you know, slippery uh, road surface conditions or poor visibility. So weather does play a major role. And, you know, it's it's uh, you know it, it it happens almost every year, um, and of course it happens every year in a lot of parts of Canada. But here in Vancouver, not necessarily every year, but even when it does happen, you know, every season, it's it's hard to adjust from the rest of the year because driving is such a habitual task, right? And then uh, right. it's not until even if you check the forecast and you hear about you know the the need to prepare for conditions sometimes it's not until you're actually right in the thick of it that you realize oh you know i should have uh, left earlier or I, should, I should have um you know checked my tires or whatever it might be that ended up uh you know contributing to a to a collision
0: so from your perspective is that really the issue that we because driving is so habitual we don't even really recognize where the where the threats may lie if there is a big snowstorm like that
1: one you know, that 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 is a part of it. I I mean certainly there's a segment of the of the of, of of the of the population that does, you know, take take those uh warnings uh to heart and, you know, do the necessary preparation, whether that's winterizing your vehicle, you know, uh planning your trip leaving a bit earlier, um, you know, maybe even taking a different route that avoids some hills and, and, and things like that. Um but, you know, for a lot of us we are in the habit of driving the same route at the same time um and simply not adjusting for the weather.
0: And I guess it's a reminder of just how quickly, I remember seeing a, an article once about how traffic lights are coordinated in Manhattan and that if one one car, if one intersection is blocked, the whole system can fall apart in a matter of, a, matter of a few minutes. It's a reminder, yeah. I guess, here that just how quickly a few incidents can really clog the whole thing up.
1: Yeah, I mean, even regardless of the signals, I mean, if you have somebody blocking a lane, that pretty much renders that lane pretty almost useless for several hundred kilometers back because you then suddenly you have people queuing up behind it and of course people are approaching the back of the queue at the uh, you know at the regular speeds and that's why you know pileups happen so quickly in the snow and you know the moment you lose control you it could be you know 20 or 50 vehicles suddenly that are pushed and easily slide into the the one in front of them
0: is is part of the issue here too that um i mean cities sort of build their road infrastructure around what to expect i gather i mean what is common right they don't build them for Mm -hmm. what is uncommon so you go to like i grew up in montreal clearly montreal is pretty used to having a lot of snow and uh, a lot of its roads although some of them are old but a lot of it's sort of built around that it feels like vancouver isn't i mean for many Mm -hmm. many many reasons it feels like vancouver isn't really built for snow infrastructure wise
1: yeah, and you know, there's not uh you know, a large tool locks of what you can do to actually build for snow. It really does depend on um you know, the maintenance and clearance practices. And like you said at the at the outset um, you know, clearing is is a big part of it. Uh when you have such a big snowfall and it's really for the whole region, it's obviously challenging for crews to keep up. But um I know there are some treatments that are um you know, have been uh, implemented with some success. Um Uh, you know in preparation for for um, uh, for snowfalls you know the the crews do use um, different substances whether it's you know salt or uh, sand or uh, liquid anti-icing agents um, that are you know that hopefully you know keep that friction uh, on the road so that you know when the snow does fall it's less likely to stick but then more from kind of a I guess more of an infrastructure point of view, um, you know, like the design of the roads, it's really a couple of things. One is to limit the speeds that vehicles can go on on certain roadways or uphills or whatever so that, uh, or downhills, so that, uh, you know, when these types of situations do occur, then you're less likely to, you know, lose control and, and get involved in collisions. Then there are sort of spot treatments that uh, some... Um, Some areas have tried, um, like higher friction surface on the approaches to curves or intersections. And I know those are in use in a number of locations in B.C., but uh, perhaps they could be used uh, in more locations.
0: But expensive, I guess, for a city that really doesn't get a whole lot of snow. I suppose generally, uh, as I was looking, saying earlier, that cities sort of prepare what, for what they for what is common and what is expected. So if you're yeah. in Edmonton, obviously you're preparing for a lot of very cold weather. And if you're in Montreal, you're preparing for – or in Ottawa, you're preparing for a lot of snow. But in Vancouver, you're probably not, right? So it, it shows.
1: That, that's right, yeah. You know, the, since it's, it just happens so much less frequently uh, in Vancouver, it's harder to uh, – not only to – prepare and have all that you know it's expensive to have all that equipment that you may end up using only once a year Uh, and by the same token it's more difficult for motorists to adjust simply because you're not used to you know like some some cities uh where you know the snow's on the ground for sometimes six months a year right like edmonton for example so it really is very different uh and, you know, uh, you know, I get, uh, you know, friends or colleagues chuckling, uh, you know, at me in Vancouver for, you know, you know that, that we hardly get any snow and yet we can't deal with it. <laughs> but it, it really <laughs> does speak to that, you know, again, that behavioral, need, you know, the, uh, challenge of uh, adjusting as well as the crews uh, adjusting and being prepared uh, for conditions that don't happen too often.
0: Yeah, but That's I mean, I, but, I guess... But, but, I, yeah.
1: but that are happening more and more often with global warming. So I think we oh, all need right. to be become more and more... Um, aware you know with with uh, extreme weather events and um, you know maybe maybe and I'm sure that road authorities are looking at their at their crews and equipment uh, given the, the you know the weather trends that are that are happening, so hopefully over time it'll be something that's easier to to deal with
0: yeah, I mean that I was gonna I'm, I want to ask you about that in the, in the sense that uh, we're having to get used to at least more extreme weather. Mm-hmm. Um, and one would think that, uh, and you know, it doesn't happen often. But that when faced with extreme weather, the the idea that you need to change your driving habits becomes all the more important, right? Obviously.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's uh, there's a few things that that we can uh, that we can we can do, and some of these may may sound relatively obvious, but they are you know quite important. And you know, studies have shown that they do make a significant impact. And one is simply by you know be, being aware. Being more aware of, um, you know, what's what's uh, the that the fact that when you, when you do have um, slippery surface conditions, you need to maintain larger distances between yourself and the and the vehicle in front of you. Uh, you need to go slower because um, if you were to brake at the same, you know, about the same distance that you have now that, that you do now, you you need more. Uh, either you need more space or you need to do it at a slower speed to be able to stop to stop in time um and then you know preparing your vehicles making sure that um that you do have uh you know winter or you know all season tires that have good tread and, and traction and that your wipers are working properly so that uh you know you don't have streaks and visibility limitations on your windshield um so there you know there's a number of other items which um you know you can find on you know websites like BCAA or ICBC's website where that just really helps you know you to prepare um uh, your vehicle, as well as plan your plan your trip.
0: Again, I guess so much of it is 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 human, though that uh, that no matter how much you tell people to prepare, and I think mm-hmm. we saw this on Tuesday, uh, that when it actually happens, people seem to abs- to lose all uh, sense of of reasoning to some extent, right? That's what you kind of watch happen is this sort of mass panic that happens, or panic is probably the wrong word, but sort of this uh, this chaos that ensues.
1: Yeah and it, and it's and it's and it's at its peak that first time right the first time every season it's just chaos and you know uh, it's it's kind of I don't know ironic that you know it's happening every year but it happens every year anyway <laughs> uh, that chaos um and then you know like like you were saying if if there was snow today i think people are a lot more prepared or at least uh behaviorally and mentally prepared for it than uh than than on tuesday just cuz it already happened once
0: yeah. The, uh, the satirical magazine, the Beaverton had an interesting, uh, headline today that said city that hosted 2010 winter Olympic struggles to cope with snow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it feels like it was a failure on many levels, uh, not least of which was a failure of drivers to prepare. Maybe it wasn't enough clearing done. We're not really talking about, um, the, the operations or the mechanics of snow clearing or who was to blame, but we are talking about a uh, road safety in general. And the fact is that during uh, as Raheem was pointing out earlier, um, inclement weather tends to really ma- sort of up the danger on our roads. I mean, that makes sense, but, you know, the numbers were pretty stark. Were you saying it was a quarter of all fatal accidents happened during, uh, or was it 40%? I'm sorry, I forgot the number, but it was yeah. high.
1: Yeah, across the country, um, I believe it was in 2019 where uh, this information was, was uh, you know, that's the most recent uh, information available, um, one out of every four um, right. but fatal 25%. collisions Involved uh, some type of inclement weather, whether it be the road surface or or, or poor visibility.
0: So, for road safety professionals, uh, how do you tackle something like that? Because again, you're not dealing with the norm, right? You're dealing with with uh, with exceptional circumstances. Uh, how do you deal with it?
1: Yeah, no, a great question. Um, you know, uh, we've um, th- there's a new way of of thinking that. Um, that has been increasingly adopted in more, uh, more recent years and I don't know if you or your public have heard about Vision Zero. And that really is um, sort of a philosophy where um, fatalities and serious injuries on our roads are considered unacceptable. So it becomes a real priority in how we plan, design and manage our whole transportation systems uh, to prevent uh, needless death and uh, an injury. You know, when it comes to the weather, it's something that's a little more challenging than maybe other things, such as, you know, uh, safety at intersections or, you know, things that are a little bit more location-specific or, or the, where there's a greater toolbox of solutions. I think when it comes to the weather, as well as some other, some other situations, it's more about understanding that when collisions occur, we just want to minimize the severity of them. And one way of doing that is to, you know, help ensure that speeds are low so that's why there's a lot of movement towards looking at speed limits uh, that um, you know, are set by road authorities that really reflect one's ability to survive a crash. Uh, so, for example, uh, a side impact collision is generally much more difficult to survive at speeds of more than 50 kilometers an hour. Um, pedestrian hits are much more difficult to survive when it's anything over 30 kilometers an hour, which is why you see a lot of, uh, uh, you know, um uh new areas that are posted at thirty for uh pedestrian safety mm-hmm. uh and residential areas. So so that's sort of the approach that can can help in all weather conditions, but that includes uh weather conditions where speed um you know combined with the weather could result in people losing control and um and then the other sort of way of accommodating you know things that, that go wrong is by uh, because in a, in weather you tend to lose control, you may end up going off the road. Is just to make sure those roadsides are safe, so the, that the, uh, the the side slopes are not too steep. Make sure there's no major you know kind of fixed objects like utilities, uh, or that they're in a breakaway base that they would break away if they were collided with. Um, um, just to reduce the severity of, um, or, or, or roadside or median barriers as well, uh, to avoid head-on collisions or to avoid uh, uh, going off of the road. So there, there is there is a solution set that works for various conditions, including weather, and that I think really is, um, you know, a big part of of how we can help manage uh, the impacts uh, on road safety in uh, in poor weather conditions.
0: Well, Raheem Gear, thank you so much for taking the time on a Friday night. Uh, I'm glad you avoided the snow on Tuesday, but thanks for all your insight into this. <laughs>
1: Okay, my pleasure.